good to see everyone out. A couple of quick announcements. I see uh, most people remember to bring stuff for the second harvest food barrel. Looks like it's overflowing back there, so appreciate that. We'll call and have them pick that up hopefully this week and get another one delivered next week. Sound good? So appreciate that. Um, and then second harvest also, the Mandy's of the 15th this yes. month? The 15th of this month from 5.30 to 7, we'll be packing boxes there. It looks like quite a few folks have signed up on the, the sheet back there, so appreciate that. Looking forward to that. This thing on. Yep, there we go. Yeah, Mark, this thing is a little weird today. All right. Um, also, Sunday Night Fellowship this evening, we'll be finishing the sixth chapter of the book, I Am a Church Member. I think the schedule going forward, and David and, and Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, the first Sunday would be dedicated to what? Either one of you. Come on. Have we not just fully decided yet? Okay. So the second and third will be for lessons, teachings, what have you, and then the fourth Sunday will be dedicated to small group. And it, last Sunday we had an awesome small group. Um, Everyone from Kaysen's age to, I'm not going to say the other side, was able to sit down and play some volleyball together. It was actually pretty fun. I mean, I think my mom even had fun. She would never admit it, but she had fun. Um, so I think going forward, we're going to try to do one big small group and kind of see how it goes for a little bit. Just, it's good to have us all together. It really is. I, I thought it was awesome. Um, any other announcements? I know the last Sunday in March, we'll, we'll have uh, Andrew and Rebecca will be here and we'll do some type of evangelistic type training. We'll, we'll figure that out and we'll, we'll share that as we, we get more information from them. Um, anybody with a special song this morning? All right. If you've got your Bibles, turn over to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Everybody ready for some spring weather? I sure am. Didn't the... Did he see a shadow? Is that what I heard? So six more weeks of winter, but then it's going to be warm for the next two weeks. So that's weird, isn't it? Not warm, but better than what it was Friday. So we've been talking so far this year about growing spiritually in our relationship with Christ. Last week, topic was growing and guarding, guarding and keeping and protecting our hearts. And what was the, what was the verse last week? Can anybody remember? You were supposed to write it down and take it with you. Proverbs. There we go. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. See, some people are paying attention. That's good. So this week it'll still be on growing, but it'll be kind of a little, little different. Um, if I had a title this week, which you may put up here, it's Worship to Grow. Worship to Grow. What we kind of want to get at this morning is when we worship, it humbles us, right? It humbles us, it provides gratitude for us, and we grow in our relationship with Christ, which is what this has all been about anyway. And we really want to look at what is worship, what is not worship. 
So we'll read this scripture here that everyone's familiar with, um, and then we'll, we'll just follow the Lord this morning. So pray for us. It's been an interesting week. Had some weird heartburnish type stuff for a couple of days, and yeah. It was two nights sleeping, sitting up. It's not good, right? So again, just pray for us. So starting at the 19th verse, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. And we'll stop right there. So memory verse for this week, John 4, 24. Write it down. He already took it down. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So who thinks that singing is worship? Who thinks that preaching is worship? The same people. <laughs> who thinks that taking up their offering is worship? Who thinks that Sunday school is worship? Same people. Like, there's only like six people raising their hand. What do you guys think worship is? <laughs> Jeez. So is it just like when the songs are really good and people are lifting their hands? Or when the sermon's really good and we get this feeling, amen, and shout? Is that just when we're worshiping? Or is, we're not worshiping when, you know, Mike's just not sounding real good, John's really not, the words don't match, Rob, you got to get better at that. <laughs> the sermon's real boring, the preacher, he's just ho-hum. The offering wasn't so great, Sunday school class, ugh, terrible. Is that, we're not worshiping then? We'll get there. We'll get there. Just, just giving some, some different scenarios. <clears throat> A little off tune. Oh, we don't like those songs. We like the other music. We don't like hymns. We don't like this. We don't like when he preaches this way. He preaches too short. He preaches too long. We've heard all that stuff, haven't we? Is that worship? Does that mean we're not worshiping? So we hope to, with the, the help of the Holy Spirit this morning, we hope to kind of enlighten what worship actually is and what it's for. So let's start with what is worship? According to Webster's, does anybody still use Webster's? It is to honor or show reverence for a divine being or supernatural power or to regard with great or extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. Found a few other good definitions as I was just searching through this week. John MacArthur has a couple of really good ones. <clears throat> Worship is our innermost being responding with praise for all that God is, 
through our attitudes, actions, thoughts, and words based on the truth of God as He has revealed Himself. Then He created kind of a simpler one, which is really good. Worship is all that we are reacting rightly to all that He is. Worship. I don't remember who this one was from, but I really liked it, so I wanted to share. Worship is communion with God in which believers, by grace, center their mind's attention and their heart's affection on the Lord, humbly glorifying God in response to His greatness and His Word. Kind of going back to that heart that we preached last week. Worship is our response to what we treasure. Whatever we treasure, we're going to worship, right? But it's a spiritual thing. Kind of back to the, the resources and time and all that stuff. Do you guys think like games or concerts or whatever? I mean, do you think those people are like being worshipped? I, 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 like Michael Jackson or, or people like that, I think those people were worshipped. Elvis Presley, they were worshipped. People put their all into that. They put their all into it. But true worship comes from the heart. So do you think worship is loving God, living Jesus, and learning to serve? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. It's all that. Offering ourselves. Basically, we are sacrificing ourselves to God. Romans 12.1 I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. We're made to worship God. We're made to worship Him. And it is an absolute privilege to be able to worship Him. It's an absolute privilege. Him and Him alone. The problem is we want to worship everything else. Or we want to focus on us. What we like, what we dislike. What we, you know, like I just said, like we like that music, we don't like that music, we want to worship this way. We, that's why so many people are going everywhere trying to find them. We like this kind of worship. If you really think about it, we're missing the boat. Because it ain't about any of that. It is about worshiping God. All that other stuff should take a back seat. Whether the singing's good, bad, ugly, whether the lights are bright or dim, whether I'm long, short, fat, none of that matters. We are here to worship God and Him alone. What we do here is considered corporate worship. I think it was Psalms 102.22. When peoples gather together in kingdoms to worship the Lord. But we should also have time for personal private worship with God. Like we've talked about, getting alone with Him. Now let me ask this. Do you think that we only worship here? Why not? Why not? I thought we had worship hour at 11. Don't we? It's only here, right? 
He lives inside of me. Amen. Anywhere. Anytime. That's worship. I think we get this idea sometimes that it's only here. It's only this piece or that piece. It's only if I feel good. God's God regardless, folks. And we are to worship Him no matter what. No matter what. So back to the, the Scripture here just for a minute. So you all know what this... This was Jesus with the, the woman at the well from Samaria. And I think she kind of changed the subject here because Jesus was talking to her about her relationships. and She quickly changes the subject. Talking about where to worship. Back then, the place of worship was very significant. Jews worshipped where? Jerusalem in the temple. She's saying that they worshipped on this mountain. Well, which is it? Which is it? And Jesus, he just flat out broke it down. It's neither. It's me. I'm who you will worship. Doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter when. It's me. Me and my father. And she says there in that, on down, I know that the Messiah is coming. He is called Christ. When he comes, he'll tell us all things. He said, that's me. I'm the Messiah. You will worship me. And we got to remember that. It doesn't matter where. You can worship Him in your car driving to work. In my office in the morning. In the bathroom. Wherever you're at. It doesn't have to be here. And it doesn't have to be a certain way. We, we get this in our heads sometimes. And there were some comments last week. If we're not shouting and we're not waving and we're not this and that, then we're not worshiping. And that is not true. Not true at all. Now sometimes, when I think about this brother, can he come to my heart? There's been a few times you can just feel the Spirit working. And Brother Kenny would raise his hand. Folks, that meant more to me than anything else. Because I knew what he was praising. That's what it's about. The problem with that stuff, it gets so overused that it, it loses all of its meaning. If everybody in here, amen, after everything that me, Tony, or John said, boy, it would be a mess, wouldn't it? Or if everybody in here shouted every single minute, we'd never have a service. Now, I'm not saying that that stuff shouldn't happen. If we are following the Holy Spirit, no telling what could happen. I guess what I'm saying is I want us to freely worship God. I think we've got in this habit of worrying about what everybody thinks. I'll be honest with you. When I was a kid, and a lot of the kids that grew up in this church was probably aren't here anymore, but there's a few. We were told to be quiet, weren't we, D? We didn't make a peep. 
And I think that has went with me all since I was a kid. It's, it's been hard for me to talk in church. You probably can't believe it now because I'm doing it every week. But it was hard. You'd get that look. You guys know what I'm talking about. You'd get that look. But, ooh. So I think we grew up not talking in church. Now we had a few. Sister Kim, Sister Marcel, Sister Debbie, Sister Rethy. When they shouted, folks, it was like Brother Kitty raising his hand. You just felt it. And I think that's what I'm getting at here. Don't worry about what other people think. If God wants you to shout, shout. If God wants you to raise your hand and praise Him, do it. If you don't want to amen, amen me, that's fine. I really don't care. But do what He's telling you to do. That's the key. You know why? Because it could bless someone else. It could bless someone else. I think that's really where this whole message has been. It's not about all that feeling and all that stuff. It's not. Now the Holy Spirit can come in and do whatever. But I think there's been times, and I'm not doubting anyone, Sometimes you go to places and as soon as the piano starts playing, they're waving. You're like, what? So you're like, I ain't never doing that stuff. I don't want us to think that way. I don't. I don't think we shout here enough anymore. I don't think we lift our hands up to God as much anymore as we need to. He is our Lord and Savior. He deserves it. But does it have to happen? No. Does it necessarily mean that our service was bad? Absolutely not. Does it? See, I, I, instead of doing this stuff, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be crying. It's the same thing. Isn't it? It's the same thing. But we get so caught up in that stuff sometimes. Why isn't no one doing this? Why? Well, maybe it should be you. Maybe it should be you. You guys think I'm crazy? Pretty much. It's true though, isn't it? We are to worship God and Him alone. He deserves our praise. He deserves our very best. And we do have the habit sometimes of sitting here like bumps on the log, don't we? We do. Now, do you think... I know, I'm kind of all over the place with this talking. Is worship for us? Is worship for us? What do you guys think? It's Everybody's like, oh, I can't say a word. <laughs> it's for God, but it's to bless us. Exactly. Exactly. It's us putting everything we've got because of what? Because He saved our souls. It's for Him. Everything we do is to glorify God. Everything. Worship whatever. It's everything. The problem is sometimes, instead of being consumed by that, like ourselves, kind of like that Scripture said, we become consumers. Kind of like what we've been talking about in the book over there. We want it all our way. Well... The wall should be pink. The carpet should be blue right on there. 
We need a coffee bar, which Rachel and Mike can do that, but we'll talk about that some other time. People get so caught up in that stuff. The lights and smoke and all that. Well, we, hymns just are old-fashioned. You know what? I absolutely love them. Are we getting some kind of newer stuff? Yeah. It's a good mix. But I've heard some people, well, if they got hymns, I'm not going there. Why? It does not, none of those matter. It's about Him. It's about Him. Consumers. We want everything our way. We want everything our way. Isn't it a shame that people make decisions based on things like that? Well, Tony's preaching today. I ain't going to church. Or Ryan's teaching this week. I'm I'm not doing it. Sorry, Ryan. I love you and all. Why do we do that stuff? We should be absolutely ashamed of ourselves. Because it's not about who's up here. It's not about any of that. It's about glorifying and worshiping Him. It is. That's exactly what it's about. And please, this is not a beat-up session at all. It's about worshiping. Worshiping. Are we worshiping God with all we've got? That's what I want to get to. Not just here. Every day of our lives. Why? Because He saved our souls and He gave us a hope of eternal life and He deserves our very best. That's why. I didn't hear any amens there. You know what? Whatever. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It is the absolute truth. It's not how you feel. I think I beat that stuff over the head. I think you know what I'm talking about. It's not about the music. It's not all that. All, all that has a part. It does. But we can have the best service there is ever, and there could be still someone over here that's not worshiping. It's all of us together as the body of Christ lifting him up, getting fed, and then taking it out those doors to the world. That's worshiping. Living that way in our entire lives. And I can tell you from a kid, I was raised in church. I'd come here and live one way and I'd walk out the doors and live another. And if you've never done that, you're a liar. Because we've all done that. Some of us still do. That's the problem. God knows your heart. He knows your heart. So I was thinking about this. Is there any prerequisites to worship? I like that word, prerequisites. Any prerequisites to worship? There's one. Salvation. Salvation. Here's why I say that. If you think about those definitions we read, Talking about the truth and knowing the truth. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, how could you ever worship that? How could you ever acknowledge that? See what I'm saying? That is the one prerequisite to worship. So if you're sitting here this morning and you're not saved, 
I'm not trying to be mean, but you're not worshiping with us. Because you don't know the truth. The truth can set you free from that. Jesus can save you like that. It's believing in your heart. That He is the Son of God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's what we are to worship is that. Because He saved our souls. That's what we're to worship. That's what we're to worship. We accept that free gift of salvation. Changes everything. Changes our hearts. Changes our minds. Gives us eternal life. We are inherited sons and daughters of God. Folks, that should be special. That should be special. Like I said, I've had a really rough week. I was sitting there the other night. Has anybody ever had a really bad case of heartburn? I don't know what it was. I really don't. But I sat up and slept for two nights, and that's not fun. And Thursday night, like one minute I was freezing, and then the next minute I was on fire. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, God, I don't know what's going on, but can you just take this away? Praying and praying and praying. I was trying my anxiety tactic. Praying for other people. I was praying for all of you. And I woke up. I don't even know how I fell asleep. Because my, chest, my heart was pounding out of my chest. And I woke up. And it was gone. It was gone. Completely gone. Now my arm's been hurt for two days because I had to lay over things like that. But it was gone. I don't we rely on him. He's real. He really saved me when I was nine years old. Why is it so hard to get ourselves out of the way to worship him? Why is that so hard? I know we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt each other's feelings. Let's truly start worshiping Him. It's all about this growing and getting closer to Him. And being together. Sharing the love to each other and then taking it out to share the love to the world. And again, you don't have to be here to worship. It can be at work. It can be anywhere you go. You can be getting gas. You can be grocery shopping. Worship. When we truly worship, He humbles us. And we worship Him. Why? Because of who He is and what He's done. Who He is and what He's done. Are you being consumed by worship? Or are you being a consumer of worship? Is it about you or is it about Him? You know, the one that I always liked hearing is, well, the Holy Spirit wasn't there today. Or, I didn't feel anything. You're not worshiping. And if you started trying to worship Sunday morning, that ain't going to work either. Because you should be prepared all week to come here Sunday to get fed. 
I think that's our problem. I really do. We don't live the rest of the week like we live on Sunday. Do we? We're all, and we all know it. We all know it. Why not? Why not? Doesn't He deserve that? Again, I, I know we're sinners. I know we mess up. But He deserves our very best. He deserves our very best. He deserves our very best. Well, it was a quick January, wasn't it? I can't believe it's already in February. Has anybody felt like they've really started to grow spiritually? I have, big time. So if any of you haven't gotten anything out of these messages, boy, I have. I sure have. He is growing me like you wouldn't believe. Completely changing me from the inside out. You know how you always hear? Well, you can't love everybody. He's doing something to me. Because I just have this love for people. I, I can't even explain it. Like I said last week, he's really working on me. And I think he's trying to work through me to help work on you. But you could you probably just thought, that dude's crazy. That's fine. That's, I'm crazy. But God is good. And we need to worship him. Again, whatever that means. You want to shout? Shout. You want to clap your hands? Clap your hands. There's even dancing in the Bible. You want to shout amen? Shout amen. But to me, that doesn't necessarily mean that the service is good, bad, ugly, or whatever. Because God is still good and He is still in control. I think that's my reminder to shut up. I'm just kidding, guys. So as we get brother, brother John and Brother Mike, as we get a verse of actually a psalm, we'll open the altar up again like we did last week. It's open if you want to come lay down a burden. If you just want to come and praise Him. Or if there's anyone here that needs to be saved. So you can truly start worshiping. Don't leave here this morning without that. I know He's talking to people's hearts. I know it. As we all stand and have the sun.